0: I'm Maida Getman and welcome to Infertility Crossroads. I'm a mom to donor-conceived twins and I went through eight rounds of fertility treatment before finally becoming pregnant with my two girls. I'm also a donor conception coach and founder of The Donor Downlow, a self-paced online program for people who are at the crossroads of donor conception and wondering which path is right for them. Perhaps you're like me You thought having a baby would be easy, yet here you are every day, week, and month having to make big, scary, and radical decisions about what your future might look like. I call it the infertility crossroads. Whether you're just getting started on your fertility journey, have been trying for years, or are headed down an alternative path, you are welcome here. Join me each week where I will walk alongside you through all the infertility crossroads. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to Infertility Crossroads. I'm Maida Getman, your host. And today I want to talk about a really big infertility crossroad, coming to terms with using a donor to build your family. Maybe you are just hearing about using a donor as an option. I know that I only learned about it when my RE mentioned it and brought it up in one of our consultation meetings. Maybe you've known deep down that donor was going to be your path. Maybe you even know that donor is your path because of some kind of medical diagnosis or other reason that you already know about and you or your partner don't have the genetics that you need in order to conceive. Regardless of why you're starting down, the path of donor conception, it can be really scary and it can be really hard. For me, when I got to this crossroad, I could not even believe we were here. How on earth did this ever happen? We were both healthy. We were still young. Both of us were in our early 30s. We had done all the things to conceive, yet here we were. Now, I was in the position where I was having to make a decision about having a baby not using my genetics, and I really struggled. How could I love a baby who wasn't genetically connected to me? How could I carry a baby that was made from someone else's eggs? That felt weird. What if my children were mad at me for how they were created? What if our family didn't accept our children as ours because they weren't half me? Would everyone know my child was donor-conceived? Would we stand out as different? Or would we be treated differently in the world because of this? These questions were all running through my head, and to be honest, they're good questions. They are all things that I truly believe anyone, even remotely considering using a donor, needs to think about. But they're questions that are a few steps ahead of where I was. At the end of the day, I was scared and I was grieving. I was grieving a profound loss. The loss of my genetics, the loss of what I thought building my family would look like, the loss of what I had pictured my family to be. And the next steps were unknown and the unknown is what's really scary. If this is where you're at, friend, I have been there and I am here with you today. Know this, deciding if using a donor is right for you may not be a quick decision. It's a big decision, a life changing decision, one that will not only impact the rest of your life, but it will impact the rest of your child's life as well. Okay, I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm not saying this to keep you from moving forward with donor, but I am saying it so that you know that these feelings that you're having, these big, messy, scary feelings are real and valid because it's true. It is a big decision. The good news, though, is you don't have to decide today or even tomorrow. You get to decide on your own time. And here are four ways that you can start to come to terms with using a donor to build your family. So number one is process your own grief. Infertility is filled with grief and loss. We talk about that on this podcast. From the loss of hope when your period comes every single month, to a failed cycle, to even the loss of relationships and what your life had been before trying to conceive. Allowing space to work through that grief is so important. And when donor gets added into the picture, you have another loss, genetic loss. Genetic loss is when you lose the ability to use yours, your partners, or even both of your genetics to create a baby. When Michael and I got married, one of the things I was so excited about was creating a human that was half him, half me. I imagined a baby with the best of both of us, his smarts, athletic ability, the way he relates to people, his brown hair, and his stunning good looks, combined with my patience, creativity, blue eyes, and what we call in my family to be the Anderson double chin. When we learned that my eggs were not working, I was heartbroken to lose that half of me. What I pictured as who our child would be was no longer because we were not going to use my half of our genetics. This loss can be felt from both partners. If you're using donor sperm, the loss of having a baby half your partner can also be devastating. It's important that we recognize these losses, recognizing that they are hard, sad, and not what you pictured and allowing yourself to feel that sadness and pain are key to working through the grief. It isn't fair. It sucks, but not acknowledging it doesn't help. You have to own what is happening and move through it so you can start imagining what your new reality will look like. Number two is give yourself time to learn and figure out what life would look like. Using donor eggs, donor sperm, or donor embryos is a different path to becoming a parent. I'm sure you didn't dream of using a donor to have a baby when you were little. When you process your grief, you start to learn and imagine a new way of building your family. You begin to adjust your expectations and to see alternative paths. But in order to do that, you need to learn what it will be like having a child who's donor conceived. What impacts does being donor conceived have on my child, on me, on our family? How do we talk to our child about this? How do we talk to others What things do we need to take into consideration if this is the path we choose? What is it like being a donor-conceived adult? Because remember, our kids grow up into independent adults. That's the goal. Working through these questions now, learning what you feel comfortable with and what you don't feel comfortable with will help you become more comfortable with this path to parenthood. Or it's going to show you that you really are not comfortable with it and it's not the right path for you. And that is okay too. It's an answer to a question. Number three is assess if there's something you need to do first before you're ready. I gave it a lot of thought and I felt like I had to give my own eggs one more chance. We could afford one more round of IVF with my eggs and I wanted to do everything I could on this last try. I cleaned up my diet, took the supplements, went into this last round, knowing that it was my last try. When the third and last try failed, it hurt. It hurt a lot. But it also gave me the confidence that our next step was donor egg and I wasn't left with feeling like what if. My recommendation is to write down your what ifs. Are there things you can do before moving to donor that will help you not look back and wonder what if? If so, try to do those things first. Number four is make sure that you and your partner are on the same page about using a donor. Okay. This one can be challenging because typically both people have their own feelings about what's going on for the person losing their genetics. For example, if you're the man in the relationship and you're using donor sperm, your feelings about losing your genetics can be a lot more complex than the person who's keeping their genetics. Sometimes it can be easier or feel easier to just let the person who's losing their genetics, make the decisions like, well, We're using donor sperm, so I'm just going to let my partner pick the donor because he's losing his genetics, not me, so it's up to him. While this seems like the easier way to go, it's actually not helpful. One, you're putting the onus of decision-making on your partner, whether you're doing that intentionally or not. Two, you have feelings too that are important, and denying those feelings could lead to resentment down the road. And three, you're creating a family You're a team. Parenting is a team sport when you have a partner. And my guess is you are excited about being a parent with this person, not just on your own. Now is the time to come together. Now is the time to work through the challenges and make decisions together. Because when you have a baby, you're going to have to do this all the time. So why not practice now? If one of you is not ready or needs more time, Work together to support one another and make sure you're both on the same page. So to recap, today I talked about four ways to help come to terms with using donor to build your family. Number one was process your own grief. Number two, give yourself time to learn and figure out what life is going to look like. Number three, assess if there's anything you need to do first before you're ready to move forward. And four, make sure that you and your partner are on the same page about using a donor. Coming to terms with using a donor, not an easy decision. It's okay if you need some time. In fact, it's important that you take the time you need. Yes, you can move forward still scared. And you're probably not going to be 100% confident every moment of this process. But having done some of this work up front is going to make it a lot easier, especially if you choose the path to having a family using a donor. That is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next time on Infertility Crossroads. Before you go, I have a few things I want to share with you. Continue the conversation with me on my Instagram page at Maida Getman. I love connecting with people and I would love for you to join me there at M-E-T-A-G-E-T-M-A-N on Instagram. If you just learned that using a donor might be your path to becoming a parent, or if you have an inkling that donor conception is the path for you, head to my website www.metagetman.com podcast and download my free PDF donor decision guide. This resource is packed full of questions to consider if you are even thinking about using a donor. That's madeagetman.com/podcast. Lastly, I am not a doctor, a psychologist, a nutritionist, or a professional in the area of fertility. I am a person who has gone through infertility, has learned a lot along the way and wants to share my learnings with you. Please do not substitute what you hear on the show for professional advice. That's what the pros are for. If you want to learn more about my terms and conditions, go to my website, madeagetman.com.